0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced by the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish if you're wanting to eat more fresh fruits and vegetables, it's okay to chill out. That was the message in my most recent food section column, all about chilled soups that make delicious light summertime meals that don't heat up the kitchen. I shared my recent experience with making Chilled soups, specifically Vichy Soise, which is a classic cold potato and leek soup, blended until it's silky smooth and served with some artisan bread, a fresh green salad, just makes a lovely meal this time of year. In the July 14th edition of the Mail Tribune's a la carte, I also shared recipes for cold zucchini soup heirloom melon gazpacho, cucumber basil gazpacho, and garden gazpacho, with the typical combination of tomatoes and red bell pepper with cucumbers, shallot and garlic, all blended with olive oil and vinegar. These are traditional recipes in the Southern parts of Spain. And I posted to my blog on July 15th, sort of a twist on these traditional recipes for pineapple gazpacho that also combines cucumber and cantaloupe for a sweet, bright, really lovely take on chilled soup garnished with some micro arugula and some crispy prosciutto. I'll give that recipe in this podcast, but also kind of a bonus recipe that I was considering running with my column and that was under the headline, Chillin', again, in the July 14th edition of the Meal Tribune's food section. There just is never quite enough space for a lot of the recipes that I like to put out there on any particular topic. So I held on to grilled gazpacho. Again, another twist on this concept and particularly if you like the flavors of fire roasted salsas and fire roasted tomatoes, this is one that would likely appeal to you. It also has some green olives and pitted kalamata olives to so just bring that extra little punch of flavor. This was posted to my blog archives way back in 2008 I started the blog in 2007, so it was one of the first posts. This is from July 21st, 2008, under the headline Tomato Trepidation Wait for Local Crop. And you can find this by going to blogse forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food and select from the archives drop down menu on the right hand side of the page. Select July 2008. It'll be sort of three quarters of the way up the page on that search field. They're posted in reverse order. Grilled gazpacho. Another interesting take on this cooking genre. I'll share that one as well. First, pineapple gazpacho. Find this under the headline, keep cool with soups of summer on my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish posted July 15th. It calls for one garlic clove that's been peeled, one shallot that's been peeled, two cups peeled and roughly chopped cucumber, one cup peeled and roughly chopped cantaloupe, one cup peeled and roughly chopped pineapple. And I did just find some really lovely golden ripe pineapples at my locally owned grocer. They're still out there. The season was at its peak maybe a month or so ago. And you could use canned in a pinch, but if you can find a lovely pineapple, this is a great recipe for it. You also need one teaspoon sea salt and a half cup extra virgin olive oil. That's for the blended portion of the soup. For the garnish, you want five teaspoons extra virgin olive oil. That's a divided use. This makes five bowls, which is kind of a strange number. If you're serving four people, and you have one leftover for yourself. Maybe the next day. Also, five teaspoons peeled and diced cucumber divided. Five teaspoons peeled and diced cantaloupe divided. Five teaspoons peeled and diced pineapple. That's divided as well. Ten teaspoons microarugula divided. It also calls for crisping up prosciutto in the oven five slices. And I'll explain how to do that first because you can set those aside while you're making the soup. So to make crispy prosciutto, preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit and brush each five slices of prosciutto with olive oil. Sprinkle with a little sea salt. Go easy because prosciutto is cured and it's salty as well as freshly cracked black pepper. Arrange those slices in a single layer on either a wire rack or parchment paper on top of a cookie sheet and bake in that preheated 400 degree oven for about 10 to 15 minutes or until the meat has become crispy. These don't need to be hot. Of course, serving with a chilled soup, in fact, at room temperature might be nice. You can make those ahead of time. And when you're preparing the produce for this, think about the fact that the Items for the most part are roughly chopped. They all need to be peeled first the cucumber, the cantaloupe, and the pineapple. But what's going into the blender is a roughly chopped fruit, basically. For the garnish, you're going to have some peeled portions, probably in excess of what you're measuring out that's roughly chopped. And those peeled portions for the garnish, you want to sort of finely dice to make a nice presentation, nice little bite. So take a little bit of extra time with the peeled portions of these fruits that are going to be the garnish and make them into a nice dice. So to start the soup, Add the peeled garlic clove and the peeled shallot to the bowl of a food processor or blender. Chop that until they're finely minced. And then add the two cups peeled and roughly chopped cucumber, the one cup peeled and roughly chopped cantaloupe, the one cup peeled and roughly chopped pineapple. Blend until that's pureed. Then add a third cup water, the one teaspoon sea salt, and a half cup extra virgin olive oil. If that seems like a lot of oil in this recipe, you'll notice a similarity in some of the other recipes that ran with my column in the food section. The olive oil serves as an emulsifier to make the soup extra silky. Without it, the texture just never quite comes together and it remains a little grainy and ingredients can separate in the refrigerator after you've blended this up so don't stress out about the olive oil chill out after all and rest assured it is an essential ingredient and it also imparts a richness that makes these soups satisfying that makes them feel like a meal and not just you know, a blended bunch of veggies or a smoothie, basically. You need that fat to be sated on these soups. Transfer the blended soup to a sealed container and refrigerate for at least one hour or up to 24 hours to allow flavors to fully incorporate. If this seems like it's separated, you can reblend it right before serving. Then to serve, divide the gazpacho into each of five bowls and drizzle each portion with a teaspoon of extra virgin olive oil, then top each bowl with a teaspoon each of the diced cucumber, the cantaloupe and pineapple, and two teaspoons on each bowl of the micro arugula, plus one piece of the crispy prosciutto on the side, and that makes five servings of pineapple gazpacho posted to my blog July 15th under the headline, Keep Cool with Soups of Summer. Now for another bonus recipe on this topic, the grilled gazpacho posted my blog way back in July 2008. Clearly, July is the month for these, right? This grilled gazpacho calls for one large red onion that's been quartered. Don't worry about peeling it. You're going to put these on the grill and you can take the peel off later. 10 green olives, 10 pitted kalamata olives, four large whole tomatoes, three ears of corn that have been husked, one tablespoon extra virgin olive oil plus more for drizzling on the finished soup, one cup tomato juice, one tablespoon lemon juice, one clove garlic, two tablespoons chopped fresh cilantro plus more to garnish the finished soup, salt and ground black pepper to taste, and finely chopped fresh basil. That's for garnish. Start grilled gazpacho by heating a grill to high heat. To help the onion quarters hold together during grilling, place them on one or more skewers. If you're using bamboo skewers, of course, you want to make sure that you've soaked them in water for a half hour ahead of time so they don't burn. Metal skewers can be handy as well. Thread both varieties of the olives, those green Pitted and pitted Kalamata olives onto separate skewers, not with the onion. Drizzle the tomatoes, corn, onions, and olives with a bit of the olive oil, and place the vegetables on the grill. Then cover and cook. Use tongs to turn the corn, onion quarters, and olives every few minutes. Don't turn the tomatoes; let those blacken and soften up. The vegetables are going to cook at different speeds. They're different sizes. They're Flesh is a different density. It's just rare to make grilled veggies and have everything done at once. I think most people realize that if we've ever done it. So remove the corn and the olives when all the sides have light grill marks. Remove the onion quarters when they're tender and just browned. The tomatoes should be blistered and drizzling juice. Allow the vegetables to cool enough to handle. Then when they've cooled, use a paring knife to remove and discard the tomato cores. Use a serrated knife to remove the kernels from the ears of corn. Stand the ears up on a cutting board and saw downward with the knife. In a food processor or blender, combine the one cup tomato juice one tablespoon of the olive oil, the one tablespoon lemon juice, the one peeled garlic clove, and the two tablespoons chopped fresh cilantro. Puree until that's smooth. Then add the grilled and cored tomatoes, the onion quarters that you've peeled, half of the corn kernels that you grilled, and half of the grilled olives. Puree the soup until it's chunky smooth. Now, I did say in my column, I believe these soups are most pleasing on the palate when they are silky smooth. Otherwise, they come off kind of like salsa a little bit on the palate. Sort of up to you, though, how much body you want left in the soup. You can pass it through a fine mesh sieve if you don't have a really high quality blender to get ultra silky. And again, this recipe is not incorporating quite as much olive oil as the other recipe can add more to achieve that really silky emulsified texture transfer the soup to a large serving bowl and then roughly chop the remaining olives stir those and the remaining corn kernels into the soup season with salt and pepper cover and refrigerate until it's chilled for about one to two hours When you're ready to serve, divide the grilled gazpacho between serving bowls and garnish with more fresh sprigs of cilantro and finely chopped basil. And that makes four servings of grilled gazpacho from my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food from July 21st, 2008. Find more seasonally, fresh, delicious recipes on my current blog post, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.